Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friday Night's After Show. It's so good to be with you guys tonight, and especially these two guys who are in the same place again without me, I will add. Hi, Greg Oliar and LB. What's going on? Nice to see you guys again. Where are you? Uh, we're in an undisclosed location, Zev. <laughs> Never seen that set before. It's actually, you're, yeah. you're, you're a fake After Show host. I think you're a simulated it's, After Show This set is a backdrop. This is a backdrop. <laughs> I photographed the inside of my office and moved it to the undisclosed location. Uh, okay. Because you've got something secret to report to us? Oh, yes. yeah. I can't report it. Yeah, oh, it's so secret, secret. Secret, top we, secret. We yeah. can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I know. I don't know why you're not here, and it's 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 fine. Fault. I mean, there's a border apparently, yeah. so that apparently you can't I cross now. But I, I'll just stay here. It's fine. Don't invite yeah, me to the parties. It's okay. I'll just sit here and be a vicarious observer of your uh, good times. I saw LB. You were in New York with Lou New as well, which was, I was. those were nice oh, photos. My. Those Thank nice you photos. so much. Yeah, you, you and, look great. By the way, I don't know how you do it, but we should talk about beauty you. secrets at some point. But that's a, I don't know. It's I amazing. Don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so kind. Um, that's true. I'm a little red eyed. I've just been traveling and working, and it's just been a a hamster wheel this week and for a couple months actually. But I can't recommend it enough. If you folks have not made a journey to see a friend that maybe you were distanced from because of COVID, just put it really at the top of your priority list. It was so warm and unexpectedly kind of emotional and lovely for us to be together because Lou and I have just been in the trenches together for so long and been, we always see each other, you know, we always made an effort for that before COVID. And then it's been really hard not gonna and i think people can relate to that it's just yeah, for sure. again, i get emotional it's been really hard not to see you know my dear friend so we came together we were just going to be one night because i was there in the city for just a brief thing and then we couldn't even let go of each other and then it was like okay we every second we could see we could squeeze it in we did isn't that great, great? um yeah, yeah everyone can relate to that although i haven't yet done yeah. one of these big journeys but it's incredible to just reconnect with good friends. Whenever it is that you reconnect with friends, whether you know they're really good friends, you'll pick up from where you left off yeah. and it'll be like nothing ever happened between the two of you. Speaking of being in the trenches, because we will talk a lot of things tonight, but it's been kind of a good week for the people who investigated Trump Russia. You know, for those of us who yeah. <laughs> have been saddled with the words like, you know, Russia hoax or whatever it is that they called us. For I know. But, um, you know, oh, yeah. here we are and it looks like things might be... Uh, developing even though so many years later it looks like there's been some developments around the trump russia investigation starting with jerry pasca's raid of his homes on uh was it monday or tuesday and by the way people said that his homes were not really used by him that's not true he was there a fair amount especially the one in dc which is right next door to kellyanne conway's home by the way interestingly enough yeah I mean, it was like, oh, they're neighbors and also connected via a bunch of things, which I'm going to go through a little later on. And then Bannon, you know, speaking of Kell Kellyanne Conway's, Kellyanne Conway's boss at the Trump campaign was, yeah. was Steve Bannon. And so he finds right. himself in front of an unhappy uh, judge, hopefully soon. Even a happy And she judge, used his services on the Cruz campaign before the Trump campaign with right. Cambridge Analytica. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's a relationship. I think that's a lot sort of more involved than, you know, we may or may not know. It's hard because there's good of a week as it is for all of us, right, who were been on top of these folks. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know anything until actual charges are brought. Right. It, you know, and, and Lev Parnas today is, oh, you know, that's what I was, yeah, I was getting conviction. to Lev Parnas. Can you believe yeah, that? Yeah. Found guilty. Couldn't happen to a nicer okay, guy. Okay, should I tell them? <laughs> <laughs> I tell, I oh, yeah, yeah, this is fine, this is fine. Yeah. Okay. 
So people pull me into DM groups and yeah. I genuinely have a good spirit about it, but I'm not a big active person. I just don't have time and mm -hmm. I don't pay attention. I apologize. And everyone that's pulled me in knows I'm just sort of this thing in the background. Some of them, maybe a little bit, but I got pulled into a, a, a group with him. Oh yeah. And I, yeah, he was already in there and I was like, oh, my reaction was, oh, I got to get out of here. Right. Because I knew, you know, you know enough. It's like charges are coming for this guy. Yeah. But, you know, I just was like, oh, well, it's kind of amusing. Right. And then I forgot about it. I completely forgot about this group. You know, you get the notifications. I just ignore it. And then all of a sudden today, like the charges hit mm -hmm. and then. Lev Parnas has left, came up with the notification. <laughs> <laughs> I took a screenshot of that. I was like, uh, oh, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, and, I've spoken to him on Twitter uh, before. I, I wish them luck. I wish people luck, you know, Absolutely. when they're facing their charges. Yeah. I think there were some real crimes going on there. So, um, real crime. Might have to, real crime. I think you could say there's a fraud guarantee. It's a guarantee <laughs> of a little bit of fraud. If well not done. a mafia rave, or is it the other guy that has mafia rave? I get them mixed up. Oh, yeah, who had oh, the Mafia Raid? Oh, okay. The club is the Mafia Raid. Like, who had Mafia Raid? So who had Mafia Raid? Uh, there was a club. It was a club. Oh, oh yeah. it's, it's a good name it for a club. club. The um, I once uh, spoke to Lev Parnas because I was like, well, let me see if I can get an interview with the guy. Yeah. And he said, yeah, sure. Let me do, you know, got to go talk to my lawyer. I talked to his lawyer for like a three weeks, it seems like, endlessly talking to his lawyer. Then they just say no. I was like, well, why did you put me through this whole thing in the first place? Like, I mean, just I can go like pitch this like endless yeah. stream of, you know, please, please, please talk to me. And then and they get turned down. So whatever. I'm not upset about it. Mm. Not that and I'm he's upset. convicted anyway. I Most mean, like, it, talk it to hurt him. Yes, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's interesting. charming. I get, I get some good, you know, I get good sources. You people do. people talk you to do. me. I don't know why, but they do. So I'm, I'm very they happy that they do. do. And and I, yeah. and you know, I genuinely am interested in what their point of view is. I think I'm actually listening yeah. to them. So it's like I'm not just trying to, you know, trying to write the fake news as they do on the other side. Um, you see, this I did a little something just because I thought we should alert everyone yeah. that this is coming. Steve oh, did nothing no. wrong dot com and one eight hundred free Steve. I just, I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I think this is coming sooner or later. Uh, we should just prepare ourselves. I thought I'll just preemptively put this out there that this is. In our future, Steve Bannon is going to probably try and make a lot of money, no matter what happens out of this. Yeah. And we should just be prepared that that's what's going on. I also think that when you look at this thing, yeah. they really are not um, expecting him to testify. I mean, if anyone's expecting Steve Bannon to show up ever in front of a committee in Congress and actually tell people anything, it's really unlikely. He might spend some time in jail. He might do that happily because he can raise some money. But I don't really... Yeah expect them to win i mean i just don't see that there's a he's not going to do it there's no reason for him to do it he's so complicit in everything well he's not going to but the reason to go for this is to actually say yes when we subpoena you you must show up right so yes you yes. Either have that authority or not and unfortunately we're at a point in our democracy where we have to protect our own shit mm -hmm. and make sure that the law is there to back us up and whether where it's just a norm make sure we try to get that codified into law as long as we have majority to do so in the legislative branch. So, you know, there's a lot of work on our democracy that we need to do. A lot yeah, of work. A lot of a work. A lot of work. <laughs> a lot yeah. of work. You know, they were going to do this. Were, can we do our complaint? You wrote the book about it. Yeah. What? Do you want to do our complaint that we had in the car about the generation? No, we're not. No, doing no, that. no, no, no. Never mind. No, no, no. Private conversation. Just so I can manage the expectations this evening, how many cocktails in are we in at this point tonight? This I'm just, is it. This is just the first. <laughs> Greg just made this. Tell the truth. Uh, no, no, this is, this is the first, the first cocktail of the day. Okay. Well, 
I will admit to this, I don't normally do it, but I turned and I did write a whole series. That was the project I was on. I can't announce it yet, but I turned in the last bit of work when I came here. I couldn't get it off on the email. And so I've been working through this whole thing. So I sent that off and I was like, it did a dance around your dining room. And Greg's like, what's going on? And I'm like, no, I just... I completed my series. Yeah. And he was like, oh my God, I don't know. So we went out and had a little beer to celebrate. Oh, but so that was it. So that was two okay. yeah. you know, I just want to see what I just, I'd like to pace um, the show around your alcohol intake. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. We're not drinkers. <laughs> I know you're not drinkers, but you're only drinking this <laughs> hour, which is why it's so amazing. We try to make it festive for people, but it's like happy yeah. hour, but it's it also, is, it's, like, it open, we have to drink as much as possible during this hour. Yeah, it's this that's, is it. That's this all is you the have. only hour. <laughs> this is all have. we get. Yeah, I know. We're left I know. Alone it's by like our when, families. when Steve Bannon is in prison, he'll only have one hour to be outside, and he has to make yes. the most of it. No, I get that. I get that. I get, that's why I time it because you're the old, you know it yeah. hits you harder when you don't do it that often. Um, anyway, I'll stop. I'll stop talking about that. So this week we also had Christopher Steele spoke on Monday. Do you guys want to talk about yeah. Christopher Steele? Do you have any thoughts on Christopher Steele? I yeah. still like this. Christopher Steele. I'm yeah. sorry, I like it. I like him too. He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting on my podcast, Prevail with Greg Oliar, oh. Arthur Snell was my guest a couple of months ago, and he's a British diplomat, ex-British diplomat, who's been all over the world and stuff. And he is now one of the managing partners at Orbis. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, we do talk about the Steele dossier. And he sort of made the same points on the podcast that Chris Steele made this week. You know, there's the four pillars of the stuff that's true. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this, I think, privately. And, you know, the whole thing about the Steele dossier, okay, is that the media read the first page and a half, got to the part about <laughs> urinating hookers, and was like, oh, my God, it's Pete. Oh, oh, oh. Urgent, Why breaking news, Pete, got to put it out there. <laughs> and, like, 98% of the coverage about this one fucking idiot, stupid detail that is absolutely meaningless. It doesn't yeah. matter what happened in the hotel room. What matters is that Trump was compromised doing weird sex shit, which – Duh, of course he was. That There's nothing controversial about that. It's not a, all the other stuff in the dossier is ignored, especially the part about how the guy who ran MI6's Moscow Bureau for years and years had his goddamn hair on fire saying, holy shit, this is really fucking bad. I need to get this to somebody at the FBI, in the Senate, where's yeah. McCain, blah, 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 blah. This is not something he had to do, yeah. okay? He got paid to write his report. He wrote his report, and then he was like, Holy shit, man. I mean, he went to everybody. Literally, yeah. he went to everybody. Every outlet is like, oh. Yeah. He blew his cover, right? He basically blew his thing. cover. Yeah. You know, like Mother mm. Joan, like these tiny, you know, good on them for writing about it. But it's not like the New York Times was covering this shit. It mm. wasn't on CNN. And if it was, no, the New York it was Times, in the context of the fucking pee-pee tape. Yeah. yeah. Everybody covered Trump's mob ties and money laundering and connection with organized crime and even Russian organized crime. For years before, <laughs> but as soon as he's running for president, it's like, oh, we know nothing. Yeah. We see nothing. We hear nothing. He's a different person right? now that he's a candidate, right? Like there's like, oh, yeah. we you know, whitewashed the yeah. past. Although they didn't do that much reporting on his mob ties, a little bit of his mob ties, but he's still so close to a lot of these barely. journalists. They that he barely was, yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah. And they were like, they were like, yeah. oh, it didn't get any traction. And it's yeah. like, yeah, because you're idiots. Because he right? gives them Just favors. Just grab the narrative. Yeah. Right. Uh, clearly, it would have gotten traction, or the three of us wouldn't be here. Right? Okay, I've got like, questions who for you. Are we? Uh, yeah. Nobody's. Okay. Could I got three questions for you. Um, so, uh, P tape does it exist? Yes or no? Irrelevant. It, it's not no, relevant. No, you didn't get that. You don't get that option. Does it exist? Yes or no? I think it's him peeing. I think Fred Harding is right. Okay. 
you're not going to say I, that. I I'm going to say Luke Harding. Luke Harding. Fred, no. Luke Fred Harding. Fred. Who's, who's Fred Harding? Am I saying it wrong? You, no, you think Luke Fred. Fred from Chicago. Not yeah, Fred. yeah. What did I say? Fred. I, Fred I swear Harding. to God, I have Luke not had a lot to drink. No, it's fine. I, my, my brain doesn't retain any facts anymore. It's just yeah. like this. So, like Fred, so I, I okay. do. I, I wouldn't put it past Donald to do something disgusting himself on mm. something he thought was Obama's thing. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't. You know, this is why I have my... Twitter handle that I have of Lincoln's Bible. He only requested Lincoln's Bible because he knew Barack Obama had taken his oath of office on it, and he wanted to put his hand on it and just sort yeah. of be the last person yeah. and kind of. See yeah. it. That was a troll, and it was like a desecration. Mm. So he's a desecrator. He is. Donald I, is a I do. I do think there's more compromise than just this P tape because. Of you know, course. I think it's they might have. Stuff, they but... might have like pedophile tapes. I mean, I'm not saying that he's a pedophile. I'm just saying they might. There's rumors, but at this point, first of all, we're never going to see it. Second yeah. of all, if we see it, everyone's going to say it's a fake. Yeah, yeah it it's matter. almost, it's never, we're never going to know. So the it's money. Like, it, it's irrelevant. It's yeah, irrelevant because it's compromised. Okay, Greg, you're right. He's, it's irrelevant. I'm going to go with that. Okay, fine. Second question was whatever happened to that 19.5% of Gazprom? Oh, <laughs> Rosneft. Rosneft. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. Rosneft. Sorry. <laughs> Well, wow, that's a question. Isn't that a big question? You did right. a book. I, Let's hear it from Greg. I did a piece on this a long time ago, mm. so I'm a little rusty, Zev. <laughs> I didn't know, know I was going to ask it. We feel really I rusty. I, I got to be honest. But here, here's the deal, okay? They said in the Steele dossier, it says, and I think it's 19%. They said they're gonna, there's going to be a sale of Rosneft, which is the Russian oil company. They're going to take it public to raise funds. Mm. And they said Trump is going to get a commission on the sale of 19%, you know, they're going to sell 19% of it. Trump is going to get a commission on the sale. Again, the media and most people talking about it are like, Trump is going to get 19% right. of the sale. It's He's going commission. to own 19% of, no, yeah. Trump is a broke fuck. They're not going yeah. to pay him that much money. Yeah. He's a broke. This is a guy who you'll recall, Kurt Anderson, Spy Magazine, during that thing that they did where they sent yes. checks out to rich people for like 23 cents. Yeah. He cashed every goddamn check until there was one cent for three cents, and he still yeah. cashed it. He's yeah. cheap and he's broke. He can be bought off for much, much less than that. Yeah. These guys are way too smart to give him that. Commission on the sale is not the same as the amount of the sale that's right. sold. Right. And, so my and theory has always deal. been that the discrepancy, which is 19%, 19.5%, is ah. the commission on the sale that the ah. missing 0.5% is the commission on the sale, oh. which if you figure out the math ah. on it, I can't remember exactly is something like 263 million euro. I forget the exact amount. I'm going to butcher it. I wrote about this on medium years it, ago, it's which almost, by the way is something it, the, the amount that of Deutsche bank is it's yeah. very similar because he okay. also was $300 million dollars in debt when he started his campaign. Oh, so $300 million. And, 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 and what do you know? Yeah, what do you know? Percent <laughs> of, of, of the value of that company right. yeah. was around the exact, the exact amount, amount of his debt. What do you know? What do you know? So what do you know? And it's also, amazing how these I things did, work out. It's amazing. I did something years and years ago and I have to pull it up that where there was other uh, amounts between 18 and 19 and a half around other big parties and their companies at this time or in the years leading up to it. So there seems to be some kind of formula for a percentage and then a, mm. a commission fee for these kinds of deals with this yes. a template. group of, yes. this group of, yeah, they have a template. They yeah. have a template that the lawyers are, you know, a, a deal memo that they're used to. And some of it seems to be connected to one another. I have to, I literally, like we were looking at this, 
Zeb tonight because it was like, oh God, are we like, I feel like our brains are so old. It's like, are we going to be able now all this stuff from four or five years well, ago? You got, it's suddenly relevant again, right? It's suddenly relevant again. I'm like, what? I did. I had to go back and read some articles today because I was like, I don't remember yeah. how these people are. I could actually Google the connection between Kellyanne Conway and Derry Palaska. And a, a narrative piece is the top ranked piece in Google. So oh, that was going to be. I, don't know. <laughs> I hate when that happens. That's not, that's not <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh, so that's the source of the, that's the best source of information out there on this. So yeah. I'll share some of that later on. Okay. What else else we say about? Uh, I like what this, else? I like this format where you just ask questions, Seth. Oh, I don't know okay. Because we really did we do, do, like I, it. I don't remember what we talked about. We talked about something. We talked about. Uh, you had a bunch of things that you wanted to raise, and I'm just going on my own little thing here. No, so, no, 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 okay, I like what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Well, only because I got this good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on Tuesday, we had this going on. We had Derek Pascal's homes raided, which yes. we should stop at and talk about a little bit, I think, because okay. I love Derek Pascal just because that name is just so nice to say when you know how to say it. <laughs> Derek Pascal. I like how you say it. Derek Pascal. Derek Pascal. Good. That's good. Uh, yeah. So you've got to roll the R a little bit. I'm not sure Derek I'm saying it correctly. You know, Derek Pascal. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Well, let's ask the lady that ended up in a prison somewhere. That yeah, so, so he's an interesting yeah. guy. And here he is getting his homes raided in both D.C. Do you see how nice that home was? I've got a picture of it somewhere. Let me pull it up. Gorgeous. It's a very nice house. It's a very famous yeah, I, mansion. I believe it's, it's the most valuable house in all of the district, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. It's up there. Yeah. And you know, How very Jeffrey Epstein and Leslie Wexner up there. Mm. Yeah. We, and he didn't buy it directly, of course. He bought it through um, offshore holding. Fraud guarantee? Sort. <laughs> through fraud <right>. guarantee. <laughs> There's some offshore holding that is responsible for this nice little mansion. Yeah. This isn't the best picture, but it really is. This is the FBI outside his mm-hmm. lovely home. Apparently, um, what's George Conway? Is that, is that his name? Kellyanne's husband left his mansion to go across this pick the way to take photographs, uh, maybe to share with Mr. Oleg Deripaska because he would have been concerned about what was going on in his home. And they're not disconnected, you know, the Deripaska clan and the Conway clan. There's a connection. It all goes through, of course, Mercer, which is an interesting thing to talk about, too, because, you know, when you talk about Bannon and you talk about Kellyanne Conway, you can't not talk about the Mercers. They're just part of the thing. Yeah. They made them. Because remember, there was like yeah. Paul Manafort, who also went to jail. Paul Manafort was the original campaign chairman until they had discovered that he had gotten money from the Ukrainians illegally. He, he owed a lot of money. Yeah, but they also got in a lot of remember there was a back and book, he got, and he got a lot of money that was laundered out of the Ukrainian government. And he changed the Republic yeah. GOP platform when it came to Ukraine, their stance on yeah. Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. And so the New York Times published this expose like in August of 2016, and he gets fired. And then yeah. the next week, there's this event at Johnson, one of the uh, football owners. I don't know these football people. Got to do sports again, Greg. <laughs> sports! Um, <laughs> sports. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's where Mercer apparently goes up to Donald Trump. And then, you know, the whole campaign is basically falling apart. And so he's got no mm-hmm. other options. And she says, well, I'm going to solve your problems. I'm going to give you Steve Bannon. You're going to keep Conway because she was already on the campaign. We're going to elevate her as number two. And that is the day that the Breitbart empire sort of took over the campaign. Now, it's interesting that Conway was already there, continued throughout this whole period of time. But, you know, the Mercers are an interesting group of people, companies, families, uh, because they also have, uh, you know, when you look at the way they structure their business holdings, there's a little bit of um, money laundering, perhaps. Or hedge fund fixing, maybe price How about fixing. tax evasion? Oh, there's tax least. evasion too. Uh, a possibility of that because we do know that that they he owes six billion dollars. Oh, he paid it back. Yeah. He, paid, he paid it back I, last. I think he paid it back now. I think last yeah. week oh didn't he paid back. Okay. Which I think, which I think <laughs> may have been. Bless you. Oh my God. I think that. <laughs> 
Like, I'm <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you get your COVID test? <laughs> Apparently, so, if you sneeze, that means you can't, it's incapable. You can't, if you're nervous, you can't yeah. sneeze. So you're not nervous. Oh, well, we're not nervous. Then. Apparently, very comfortable okay. here. Manhattan's doing its job. <laughs> <laughs> doing the work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyhow, bless you. Okay. Um, bless you, Greg. Um, you know. So let's yeah. go back here. So uh, I got Kellyanne Conway and Steve Bannon take over the campaign, and then Robert and Rebecca Mercer, which are interesting to yeah. – like, I mean, she's the daughter, right? She's not the wife. And she's, she's eccentric as all hell, and he's a – a real recluse, like you barely see anything about him. The two of them also, you know, with Rentech, which is Renaissance Technologies, is his company, right? And they're tied to Deutsche Bank. You know, we, we know about Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank is not a, a wholesome bank. It's not like your, your guaranteed bank. It's more like a fraud guaranteed bank because they're the ones who yeah. facilitated Donald Trump and uh, they Jared literally Kushner. guarantee the fraud. Yeah, yeah they right. do. They guarantee the fraud. And so in this case, they may be doing some of that kind of stuff, although we don't know for sure. This is just a, an analysis and a question mark that I'm raising around Rentech. But Rentech then takes, let's start on the other side. Rentech makes these hedge investments that yeah. basically are facilitated by Deutsche Bank that yeah. drives the prices of the shares up, especially on places like the Moscow Exchange, because they're very connected to the Russian energy mm -hmm. sector. And then so yeah. once those prices go up, the money can come out into the shareholders, including probably Putin and Derry Pascal and some of those other people. And boom, you've got a little bit of like a laundromat thing. Look, I think it just feels to me well, like I think you have, yeah. I'd be cautious about saying the word laundromat because I don't want to say that I it's illegal. It be, yeah. But there I, is I something here that looks and feels to me like a There's a scheme, an engine there. A scheme. There's yes. an engine. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's churning. It's yeah, churning. it's churning and it's making money yeah. for some people. And so, you know, there's always been this, uh, you know, curiosity about how Renaissance Technologies is able to make so much money. How were they able to make, you know, seven? <laughs> how are they able to make the billions of dollars they have? They have better success than any other company that we know of in that field. And one of the reasons maybe that they're so tied to all these people, like they're so tied to Deutsche Bank and they're so tied to the energy sector in Russia. And that's how maybe they get some of that money out. They're also very Russian staffed. Yeah. Always had, yeah. It's a Russian it's, branch. It's important so, to yeah. note too when talking about all this stuff. Sure. That How did I get us through there? <laughs> yes. I don't know. The energy good job, sector. Good job, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Well I'm done. Tried. Yeah. The energy sector in Russia is really important because it's basically all they've got. Okay. You mean like Rosneft? Yeah. <laughs> no, Rosneft, Gazprom. They have a lot. They have a they shit do. ton of of natural they're gas. resources. They they're really very do. And they pull a lot of and, it out of uh, Ukraine. That's you know, <laughs> as my buddy Moscow of her sleeps was, was telling me the other day, yeah. most of the oligarchs or a significant percentage of them are trained as metallurgists. Mm -hmm. so these are people that know how to, so when you put up the thing about mining, that's a huge thing in Russia. If you know what mm -hmm. you're doing with that, that's mm -hmm. Deripaska, you know, and some of the other guys as well who know that world. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just worth talking about. That's what Russia produces. They produce raw materials, mining and stuff like that, and also disinformation. That's And, and, dis and gas. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they do, they do like, yeah. they hack, and they do malware, um, and they do cryptocurrency. They, hack. they do some of those kinds yeah. of fine industries. And they traffic a lot of shit. I'm yes. Sorry. Well, they, yes, yeah. They yeah, criminal shit. I'm, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the legit. Right. It's not legit yeah. if you're stealing it from the people, but no, yeah. Right. True. Right. Um, yeah. So but, can but, we... Yeah, go, go, yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say... Okay, you go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I insist. <laughs> so Derry Pasca is interesting because you mentioned Derry Pasca. We mentioned Derry Pasca, but related to uh, the fact that he was raided recently. And then now there's a connection between Derry Pasca and the Mercers, you see. So that's what I'm trying to say. So there's a connection there between yep. the guy who little is a little, little bit of potential connection between right. Derry Pasca and the Mercers. We're not quite clear. Yeah. Um, but we're in the universe. We're orbiting. And, uh, and remember, much, and right, Manafort. Manafort He's a, yeah, he's a <laughs> so lot. <laughs> so you've got Manafort and Daddy Pasca in the initial part of the campaign, right? We know That's that right. Manafort was getting money for or paying back Daddy Pasca. And then we there know. Is no Manafort without Deripaska. And then the Manafort, Manafort does, not he does not exist without Deripaska. Manafort That's gets correct. fired in August and gets replaced by this new crew, which we think is not connected to Deripaska. But aha, uh -huh, maybe they are connected to Deripaska because we'll see. maybe the Mercers and the Deripaskas have a connection. We'll see. I think it's something to keep an eye on. Let's yeah, I've been to sleep by Zev's pronunciation of Deripaska. I know. I just want to see how many times I can say Deripaska tonight. Oh, Deripaska. I think that's why we're doing this whole segment. Deripaska. Talk about that. It's just because I can say it. Say, say, re it. Say, say Renaissance Technologies. Renaissance Technologies. Renaissance, you were saying. No. It was very good. Oh, Renaissance. Like yeah, Renaissance. 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 Yes, that's a South African. Sometimes I get like a little confused. I know. I like it. We, we like, like it. Um, more of that, please. More. Okay, I want to say something about Manafort real quick, which is stupid. Yes. Um, so let, let's let's pause for a moment. Yeah. In hindsight, to see how ridiculous it is that Manafort did something so bad that the Trump people had to fire him. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Dennis Miller, back when he was funny, had a joke about Guns and Roses, and he was like, "Yeah, Izzy Stratlin got kicked out of Guns and Roses." Yeah. What the fuck do you have to do to get kicked out of Guns N' Roses? It's like, how bad is your shit have to be to get kicked out of yeah. the goddamn Trump I mean, campaign? Pretty bad. These are all active, colluding mobs. You know, they're criminals. They're all criminals. And this guy was so toxic that they had to remove him. That's how fucking bad Manafort is. Right. Also, Manafort yeah. owes money to Deripaska, to Deripaska. Yes, so they Manafort, go. Manafort was money Manafort to Deripaska. It's actually, it's actually Manafort. Manafort, Manafort pays money to Deripaska. Who owes money to everybody? Putin. Deripaska is a guy that, that borrows money from Alpha Bank and owes them a fuck right. ton of money and doesn't right. pay it back. Alpha right. Bank owes money to Putin. So yes. that's the oh, and, v right and VB, VB, which and loans the money to both of these companies, also owe money to Putin. So yes. they, they, it's right. the Devil's Triangle. Yes. We found it. <laughs> right. Devil's <laughs> Triangle. That's what it is. It's a drinking game. Uh -huh. The Devil's Triangle. The rules of the drinking game are every time Zev says Deripaska, we have to drink. Oh, oh God, it's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot this week. Yeah. I'm going to okay. make sound. So, no, but I, you know, they're, they're, yeah. sometimes I think that with these Russian oligarchs, people, and by people I mean me, I kind of <laughs> like blur them all together. Like, yeah. what's a Dmitry Furtash? And they're all the what's same. What's an Oleg Vexelberg, whatever. Vexelberg, you know, they're all, I, I can't get them, I get them mixed up. Sorry, I just do, because I've never met them. They're not like in the press a lot. It's not like they're. You know, they don't, they don't have minds have of their own. They don't have shows where I can watch them on TV <laughs> telling people they're funny. Right? Are you sure? <laughs> yes. We don't know. They tried. Maybe okay. they do. But Deripaska is uh, a guy who <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm told, Moscow never sleeps. Uh, the, the, other, the other oligarchs don't like him. They, they, they think that he sucks because he doesn't pay uh. money back. He'll say, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to pay you $20 on Tuesday. And then Tuesday rolls around and there ain't no 20 Right? Really? People don't like that shit. Criminals no, no. like 
Criminals have a code, right? Criminals, you got to pay when you say you're going to pay. You got to yeah. pay. You're going to get and, jigged uh, into the concrete. And kind the, of embarrassed. <laughs> terrifying. Putin kind of vouched for him, and he kind of embarrassed him a little bit, which is also bad. Yeah. Well, so, there was a whole thing that happened with like yeah, that tape is so good. Paid, and then he and Putin. This was I can't remember what year this was, but it was actually uh, the same year I believe Mogilevich was in prison. It's and, a while ago. Oh my god. Yeah, it wasn't wow, that interesting. Crazy. Put, put Mogilevich mm-hmm. in prison, and now we can pull on Yanka on Deripaska's change and make him give me back my pen. Bring back my pen, Deripaska, if you're Putin. <laughs> so there was a lot of this guy. He's a little. He's a, He's yeah. my cupcake. I call him my cupcake for a reason. Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, there's a cartoon in the in the New York. Wait, what is the reason? I don't understand what that means. He's so sweet and special. He's just just his own little cupcake. He's a cake in and of himself. He doesn't require anything other than the little cupcake with the cherry on top. He's just that guy. He's just that guy. He is the center guy. I mean, there's no way you could look at all all that whole Trump Russia thing and not see Dead Pascal in every bit of it. Like he's everywhere. Yeah. So when you use everywhere, uh, uh, McConnell too with the turtle. Yeah. With the purple turtle. The purple turtle. Who's the purple so turtle? He turned, he turned purple, Mitch. Oh, yes, he is. About, yeah. um, about Deripaska informing on people and ratting people out and being maybe one of our informants. Well, you, I mean, you, you want, no, yeah, that's clearly. on the record. That's clearly, yeah, clearly no, that's was. on the record. Because he, if he, you go to the Barry Meyer yeah. book, and, yeah. I'm sorry, Zeb, but if you go to the go Barry ahead. Meyer book on the disappearance, uh, I'm sorry, not the disappearance, oh. Yeah, Missing Men, on the disappearance of Bob Levinson. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is where I got really deep into Deripaska because <sighs> the Bob Levinson case for people, and I wrote a lot about this, I promise you I'm returning to it. And so what happened in an element of that is once Bob, who was known as the Mogilevich hunter while he was at the FBI and then when he was a private consultant as well, mm-hmm. um, when he was chasing cigarette counterfeiting, he was a private consultant and he was his client was Philip Morris. And we know that Mogilevich was a massive counterfeit cigarette trafficker, among other things, around nuclear material, what was called prostitution in the late 90s, which we now refer to as sex trafficking because it's really about moving uh, women with visas and across borders. What else was he? Everything. A, you know, arms dealing. The whole shebang. This Everything. guy was involved in. Yeah. And the money um, laundering. I mean, the money laundering. The money laundering. He was a genius at money laundering. Not always illegal, but he was the brain inside, right? He had Misha. Yeah. He had Mihas. He had he all these other The MBX thing that Seder was involved in. I think it was called, no, it was called MBX. I think it was well, something like that. Well, and well, then he also was involved in the Ukrainian scheme, the Gazprom funneling the, the scheme. Gas, yeah. That's correct. So, yeah. So, he's just, he's uh, a, He's a, he's a mind that everyone would turn to to figure out the schemes and the scams, and, and yeah. folks were following him. And Bob Levinson was hot on his trail for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Bob Levinson then ends up being kidnapped in Kish, Iran, and held hostage. And we don't have any solid information about what happened to him. The longest held U.S. hostage in mm-hmm. history and was just recently, was it last year or the year before, yes, uh, declared deceased, but although not recovered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's still we one of these things know. that's... Yeah. It's very painful. The family's been through a lot. So all that always needs to be said in context of this. But in Barry Meyer's book, Missing Man, and he's very clear about it in this book, Dare Posca was offered up by an associate of both Levinson and Mogilevich, as it turns out, as a potential source of information over what happened to Bob Levinson. And the CIA and I think the FBI as well. Actually, I think we had a couple FBI agents travel to go meet with him. It seemed there was a lot of reaction to him of his character and what it was like to sit with him. And I encourage Mm. everyone to read that book and read those excerpts Mm. from those agents. 
um, who have seen a lot. And when you're sitting with somebody and, and the takeaway for these agents who work in the worst of organized crime is that this is the most cold, calculating, frightening human being they've ever sat across from. And it's just disturbing, right? His energy is just really disturbing. Mm -hmm. But they went to him because there was solid information that this man might know where Bob was. How do you know where Bob Levinson is? Oh, and yeah. this was a, a several years after Bob Levinson's capture. So who are you in business with that you have inside information about where Bob Levinson is? You also and, funded and it, it, right? He paid. It was expensive. It was an expensive well, mission. It wasn't, it wasn't 50 about million or something? I think it was, yeah. But I think it was an expensive mission. For Dana Poskett, it was about getting a visa. You know, he couldn't get a visa. And he wanted a visa because he wanted to get that goddamn house, probably, right? <laughs> you know, in D.C. Well, like, he had property to buy and shit to Or do. an American election. And we weren't, we weren't <laughs> letting him in. Now, a lot transpired between those years and now. We want to look at all along the way. If you start tracing... Who was on the sort of either solicit something from Deripaska or on the Deripaska advocacy train? Mm. Don't forget that Steve Mnuchin really mm. advocated to take Deripaska's companies off of the sanction list, and yeah. he succeeded. Um, um, and so there's a lot with this guy. There's a, there's a lot of our politicians in Hollywood. There's a lot in our intelligence community. There's a lot in and even our FBI and even our, our domestic stuff of trying to manage and deal with this man who has been had his sights set on America, on our institutions, right, on our democracy, as we now know with the Manafort stuff, of just being this sort of a fucker, right? I don't know what else to call him. I think we call them here on the show. He's a fucketeer. This was 2009. What you're talking about is the attempt to get Levinson was 2009. Yeah. The, and then it's not successful the probably. attempt to get it, but he gets, but Daddy Pasca still gets the visa. He still gets a visa. So then he's in the United States. He hasn't been able to negotiate shit. Yeah. Right. So it's, he probably offered something else up and that's not covered in that book and in any other. So let me, let me tell you what happens. It, he would have had to give yeah. something over. In so in, in 2014, the justice department began a two year effort to recruit Daddy Pasca as an informant in what was known yeah. as operation outreach. And this was, you'll recall, mm -hmm. was the Justice Department Bruce mm -hmm. Orr. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, and, Bruce and, Orr. and Christopher Steele was involved in this. In fact, That's in right. that, Christopher Steele was working for Deripaska in trying to get him into the FBI's clutches, into Operation Outreach, and onto the U.S. Well, side. Working, well, he was what? He was Right, right. I, I think it's, 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 yes. Yeah. There's stuff about working for, yeah. uh, but when it comes to these kinds of deals around informants, what we end up seeing, sometimes we know that they're informants. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't know they're informants, but suddenly they're off the most wanted list, right? And right. they had a former FBI director as their attorney. Well, there's shit going on there that we don't have. I think, I hope someday, I don't care if I'm 80 years old, I'm going to FOIA the fuck well, out I mean, of this. It's, it's fine. There's people looking on both sides all the time. I mean, it's right. sort of, Christopher Steele knows he's in that world. Of course, he, of course he knows. Yeah. It's just, about negotiating information out of people who have it that's valuable and that can help us whatever the present moment is and whatever the present threat is. So in 20, Don't forget that Chris Steele was also very connected with Comey and that whole case about around FIFA, the soccer Before thing, you go there, actually before you go there, I'm going to hold you back because I want to finish this and we'll go to FIFA. To FIFA. Sorry, uh, so 2015, they continue to do this effort. He gives them a lot of information about Putin. Deripaska gives them a lot of information about how corrupt Putin is and, and they say, okay, well, you know, we'll give you another visa while we try and like smooth things over with you. And then, so it's interesting that in 2015 and 2014, that Obama's people 
not Obama's people, but the, uh, you know, the FBI and the and CIA, I suspect, were involved in recruiting Deripaska. So they might have had an inkling that something was coming down and they needed to overturn some agents or uh, flip them. Then there's this other really amazing thing that happens in 2015 or 2016, where they go back to Deripaska at his uh, New York apartment and they confront him or and company confront him. Um, about why he's lied to them all this way. But it's too late already. The, the machine is underway. We're on the way to Donald Trump. Thank you for spending your time with Narrative. And stay tuned. There's much more to this conversation in our next episode. Narrative is made possible by viewers and listeners like you who join at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Join today and support truly independent journalism. Patreon.com forward slash narrative.